Welcome to the Bible 365 podcast. My name is Randy Gudo, and it is day 75. Before we get started with today's reading, I wanted to ask if you could please be praying for my voice. I preached pretty hard a few days ago, and so I can tell as I'm doing the recordings that at some point my voice begins to struggle. Our reading for today is coming from Numbers chapters 24 and 25, Luke chapter 2 verses 1 through 35, Psalm chapter 59, and Proverbs chapter 11 verse 14. The translation I'm using throughout this podcast is the English Standard Version, also known as the ESV, and our format is the one-year Bible. Let's read. Numbers chapter 24. When Balaam saw that it pleased the Lord to bless Israel, he did not go, as at other times, to look for omens, but set his face toward the wilderness. And Balaam lifted up his eyes and saw Israel camping tribe by tribe. And the Spirit of God came upon him, and he took up his discourse and said, The oracle of Balaam, the son of Beor, the oracle of the man whose eye is opened, the oracle of him who hears the words of God, who sees the vision of the Almighty, falling down with his eyes uncovered. How lovely are your tents, O Jacob, your encampments, O Israel, like palm groves that stretch afar, like gardens beside a river, like aloes that the Lord has planted, like cedar trees beside the waters. Water shall flow from his buckets, and his seed shall be in many waters. His king shall be higher than Agag, and his kingdom shall be exalted. God brings him out of Egypt, and is for him like the horns of the wild ox. He shall eat up the nations, his adversaries, and shall break their bones in pieces, and pierce them through with his arrows. He crouched, he lay down like a lion and like a lioness. Who will rouse him up? Blessed are those who bless you, and cursed are those who curse you. And Balak's anger was kindled against Balaam, and he struck his hands together. And Balak said to Balaam, I called you to curse my enemies, and behold, you have blessed them these three times. Therefore now flee to your own place. I said, I will certainly honor you, but the Lord has held you back from honor. And Balaam said to Balak, Did I not tell your messengers whom you sent to me? If Balak should give me his house full of silver and gold, I would not be able to go beyond the word of the Lord, to do either good or bad of my own will. What the Lord speaks, that will I speak. And now, behold, I am going to my people. Come, I will let you know what this people will do to your people in the latter days. And he took up his discourse and said, The oracle of Balaam, the son of Beor, the oracle of the man whose eye is opened, the oracle of him who hears the words of God and knows the knowledge of the Most High, who sees the vision of the Almighty falling down with his eyes uncovered. I see him, but not now. I behold him, but not near. A star shall come out of Jacob, and a scepter shall rise out of Israel. It shall crush the forehead of Moab and break down all the sons of Sheth. Edom shall be dispossessed. Seir also, his enemies, shall be dispossessed. Israel is doing valiantly, and one from Jacob shall exercise dominion and destroy the survivors of cities. Then he looked on Amalek and took up his discourse and said, Amalek was the first among the nations, 
but its end is utter destruction. And he looked on the Kenite, and took up his discourse, and said, Enduring is your dwelling place, and your nest is set in the rock. Nevertheless, Cain shall be burned when Asher takes you away captive. And he took up his discourse and said, Alas, who shall live when God does this? But ships shall come from Kedem, and shall afflict Asher and Eber, and he too shall come to utter destruction. Then Balaam rose and went back to his place, and Balak also went his way. Numbers chapter 25 When Israel lived in Shittim, the people began to whore with the daughters of Moab. These invited the people to the sacrifices of their gods, and the people ate and bowed down to their gods. So Israel yoked himself to Baal of Peor. And the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel. And the Lord said to Moses, Take all the chiefs of the people and hang them in the sun before the Lord, that the fierce anger of the Lord may turn away from Israel. And Moses said to the judges of Israel, Each of you kill those of his men who have yoked themselves to Baal of Peor. And behold, one of the people of Israel came and brought a Midianite woman to his family. In the sight of Moses and in the sight of the whole congregation of the people of Israel, while they were weeping in the entrance of the tent of meeting. When Phinehas, the son of Eleazar, son of Aaron the priest, saw it, he rose and left the congregation and took a spear in his hand and went after the man of Israel into the chamber and pierced both of them, the man of Israel and the woman, through her belly. Thus the plague on the people of Israel was stopped. Nevertheless, those who died by the plague were twenty-four thousand. And the Lord said to Moses, Phinehas, the son of Eleazar, son of Aaron the priest, has turned back my wrath from the people of Israel, and that he was jealous with my jealousy among them, so that I did not consume the people of Israel in my jealousy. Therefore say, Behold, I give to him my covenant of peace, and it shall be to him and to his descendants after him the covenant of a perpetual priesthood, because he was jealous for his God and made atonement for the people of Israel. The name of the slain man of Israel, who was killed with the Midianite woman, was Zimri, the son of Salu, chief of a father's house belonging to the Simeonites. And the name of the Midianite woman who was killed was Kazbai, the daughter of Zer, who was the tribal head of a father's house in Midian. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Harass the Midianites and strike them down, for they have harassed you with their wiles, with which they beguiled you in the matter of Peor, and in the matter of Kozbi, the daughter of the chief of Midian, their sister, who was killed on the day of the plague on account of Peor. Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 35. In those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria. And all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. 
And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph, and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, as it had been told them. And at the end of eight days, when he was circumcised, he was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. And when the time came for their purification, according to the law of Moses, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every male who first opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord, and to offer a sacrifice according to what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and this man was righteous and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him, and it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came in the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law, he took him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation that you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. And his father and his mother marveled at what was said about him. And Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother, Behold, this child is appointed for the fall and rising of many in Israel, and for a sign that is opposed, and a sword will pierce through your own soul also, so that thoughts from many hearts may be revealed. Psalm chapter 59 Deliver me from my enemies, O my God. Protect me from those who rise up against me. Deliver me from those who work evil, and save me from bloodthirsty men. For behold, they lie in wait for my life. Fierce men stir up strife against me. For no transgression or sin of mine, O Lord, for no fault of mine, they run and make ready. Awake, come to meet me, and see. You, Lord God of hosts, are God of Israel. Rouse yourself to punish all the nations. Spare none of those who treacherously plot evil. Selah. Each evening they come back, 
howling like dogs and prowling about the city. There they are, bellowing with their mouths, with swords in their lips, for who, they think, will hear us. But you, O Lord, laugh at them. You hold all the nations in derision. O my strength, I will watch for you. For you, O God, are my fortress. My God in his steadfast love will meet me. God will let me look in triumph on my enemies. Kill them not, lest my people forget. Make them totter by your power and bring them down, O Lord, our shield. For the sin of their mouths, the words of their lips, let them be trapped in their pride. For the cursing and lies that they utter, consume them in wrath. Consume them till they are no more, that they may know that God rules over Jacob to the ends of the earth. Selah. Each evening they come back, howling like dogs and prowling about the city. They wander about for food and growl if they do not get their fill. But I will sing of your strength. I will sing aloud of your steadfast love in the morning. For you have been to me a fortress and a refuge in the day of my distress. O my strength, I will sing praises to you. For you, O God, are my fortress the God who shows me steadfast love. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 14. Where there is no guidance, a people falls. But in an abundance of counselors, there is safety. Let's pray. Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus. God, I just thank you for our listeners today. Thank you that you are working in us both to will and to do of your good pleasure. All of your ways are perfect. And even though we may have surprises in our life, nothing takes you by surprise. I thank you that your grace is sufficient, that your mercies are sufficient, and that we have all that we need in you. Help us all to realize how without you, we truly are nothing. But God, with you, we have everything that we could possibly need. I thank you again for your grace that's over us today. Draw us closer to you. Let us experience the presence of your Holy Spirit. And we ask all of these things in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. For our devotional today, I want to look in Numbers chapter 25. The children of Israel began to, the Bible says they began to whore with the daughters of Moab. This was not allowed. It was not to be tolerated. They were sacrificing to their gods, bowing down to their gods. And it says that Israel yoked himself to Baal. So because a group of people were falling into this immorality and this idol worship, Israel as a whole yoked himself to Baal and God got angry. And so he wanted swift judgment. And so that began to happen. And yet still one of the people of Israel came, this man, and he brought one of these Midianite women to his family in the sight of Moses in the sight of the whole congregation of the people of Israel, while they were weeping in the entrance of the tent of meeting. So he goes in, and most people believe that he took this woman, taunting in front of everybody, totally didn't care, and went in and had sex with her. And one man, Phinehas, the son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron the priest, he saw it. And indignation came, the zeal for God, and he got up, left the congregation, grabbed a spear, 
and went into that chamber. And while many people believe while they were in the act of sex, he took that spear and pierced both of them through together. And it says that the plague on the people of Israel was stopped because of this. And then look what God said. And the Lord said to Moses, Phinehas, the son of Eleazar, son of Aaron, the priest, has turned back my wrath from the people of Israel and that he was jealous with my jealousy among them so that I did not consume the people of Israel and my jealousy. I have just a couple of thoughts. One is it doesn't take long for a whole community or a whole nation to just fall away from God and go after the very things that God said not to. Also, it only takes one person who is zealous for the Lord to make a stand for righteousness. Now, we know that we live in a time where our country here in the United States, and I know we have 43 different countries so far that are listening to this podcast. Let me speak on behalf of the United States. We can see where the whole of our country seems to be going after the very things that God says not to do. And all it takes is a remnant. And there is a remnant of people that are like Phinehas right now. They're zealous for the things of God. They're praying fervently. They're making a stand for righteousness. Even while there are people that are in a very brazing way, in a bombastic way, they're going on social media and they're mocking God. They're mocking the church. They're mocking Christian standards. It won't end well for them unless they repent. But look at what happens with this. But we can take some encouragement from looking at Phinehas and say, if we make a stand for righteousness, we can turn the tide. We can stay the hand of judgment from off of our country. And that is a real thing. Judgment is a real thing. Even though some people don't believe it is anymore, doesn't matter what they think. They don't believe the Bible anyway. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Lately, I've been a little intense, it seems. If you did enjoy this today, make sure you share it with a family member or a friend. Go subscribe, if you haven't already, to this podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, or wherever it is that you listen to it. Have a great day, and I will see you tomorrow with Day 76.